1: The Fall Guy, only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13.
0: Helipot, NFL week one has arrived. Maurice Jones-Drew, former NFL rushing champ, going to be with us all season long. We are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Going to talk a little bit about week one. MJD, one game already in the books, 13 on Sunday and then a Monday night football doubleheader. It's a football palooza, my friend. Mm, I like it. I mean,
1: we've been waiting so long from 2020, right? All this stuff that's been going on, we finally get football back. So I'm
0: I'm excited. I'm excited to be with you too, my
1: friend. It's been a long time. It's been a long time.
0: All right, so here's the deal. How important is week one? Last year, 11 of the 12 playoff teams won week one since 1990. How about this stat? Only 25% of the teams that started 0 and 1 Made the playoffs. So week one's important, man. You win. You get the season started off in the right direction. We're going to give you a quick pick six. And we are starting with the Seahawks and the Falcons. That's a 1 PM game. Seattle is favored by two. I love Seattle here, due in part to the fact I'm still not buying into the Falcons' rushing attack, even though they signed Todd Gurley. They were 30th in the NFL last year. I don't think they're going to be much better. Russell Wilson, the most effective deep ball passer in the National Football League the last couple of years. DK Metcalf, whoop, taking shots. He's going to go over the top. I don't care how you feel about this Falcons offense. I think Seattle comes out on top. Give me Seattle by seven. Go Hawks.
1: That that, that is nice. But I'm going to tell you, pump your brakes a little bit. You're talking about a West Coast team going all the way to the East Coast and playing at 10 a.m. West Coast time? It's all right. Without preseason with a modified training camp. So they're going to start off rusty. Okay, and then you're gonna tell me that Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Hayden Hurst, Todd Gurley, Matt Ryan, and the rest of those first rounds on their offense line aren't gonna dominate the Seattle defense? I get it. They got Jamal Adams. I get it. That's one guy, but who's gonna rush the passer? I'm asking. Who's gonna rush the passer?
0: Well, uh, the, the pass rush is okay. A forget it. Oh, forget it. Hold on. Hold it. on Let me, I got oh, one. I got forget one for that.
1: You. I'm gonna tell you this. The Atlanta Falcons. They added pass rushers. Dante Fowler to go with. Uh, Garrett, they've added pieces to this defense to get better. They got healthy AJ Terrell starting at corner. We saw what he did at Clemson. All of a sudden, ooh, DK Metcalf, Russell Wilson gonna be running around a little bit. I just think it's too much. It's just too much too early. And like you said, if you don't start fast, it doesn't happen. I think the Atlanta Falcons start fast. I'll take the Falcons. Wow,
0: he has the uh, Falcons to win. Seattle favoring that one by two again. Moving on to the Browns and the Ravens. That's a 1 p.m. game. Baltimore is favored by eight here. The Browns have not won a season opener since 2004. They won't win, but they will cover, and here is why. The Browns are one of the few teams in the NFL that can actually go toe-to-toe in terms of a rushing attack with the number one rushing team in the NFL last year in the Ravens. And that is because Nick Chubb is a stud, Kareem Hunt might be the best one-two punch in the NFL. If they can keep it close on the ground, I think you're going to see a vastly improved Cleveland Browns team. Maybe not all the hype they had last year uh, was warranted, but I believe they are certainly one of the more overlooked teams in the NFL. Baker Mayfield not going to be handcuffed by his head coach anymore. All right, Kevin Stefanski is going to make a big difference for this team. Browns cover Ravens win by three last time the Browns played the Ravens the first uh, last year in the
1: beginning of the season they put up 40 so I'm I have the Browns winning this first one not only covering but winning this wow. game because okay. Kevin Stefanski's offense I played against him multiple times the Shanahan offense you put players in there you put pieces in there you have two running backs two tight ends two dominant wide receivers now, the only concern is their defense but I think this offense is going to score points and put it up and I think Baker Mayfield this is the make or break year for him because now you're in a quarterback friendly system We have all these pieces around you for you to use. You cannot fail. If he doesn't try to overdo it, I think Cleveland's a team that might mess around and make the playoffs, especially with this this added spot there as well.
0: Talk about those weapons, man. And by the way, don't don't forget this fact. Lamar Jackson in 21 career starts lost to two teams, the Kansas City Chiefs. And who? And the Cleveland Browns, Okay. all right? So, all right, you have him to win. I have him to cover. First time for everything, we agree on something. All right, next up, Packers, Vikings. This also a 1 o'clock game. Minnesota is favored by three in this one. And this is kind of weird to me, man. After a 13-win season in Matt LaFleur's first year as the head coach, the expectations are much lower this year for the Green Bay Packers. Of course, they drafted a quarterback in the first round instead of getting some help right. for Aaron Rodgers. But I think it's going to be a big deal, no Daniil Hunter, and this one for that Minnesota Vikings defense. I think something else to keep an eye on in terms of that defense, their two new starting cornerbacks have nine career starts between them. So the Packers can establish the run game. I believe that also Aaron Rodgers is gonna to go to the air to Devante Adams and pick on those young cornerbacks. I have the underdog Packers to win outright on the road, just like they did last season.
1: You know what, Dan? You must have been reading my notes. That's ridiculous. Because this is how I feel. It doesn't matter what's going on. It's Aaron Rodgers. And when Aaron Rodgers ever feels disrespected, he comes out on a terror. Not only do you disrespect him by, you know, calling them out after the NFC Championship, uh, NFC Championship game with Matt LaFleur, you, don't, you draft a quarterback in the first round. Like, what? We've been looking for a first-round wide receiver for I don't know how long. You don't do that. So, okay, now I'm upset. And Aaron Rodgers talked about this publicly. Like, look, While I was sipping on my tequila, yes, I was a little disrespected. So he's going to come out and make the Packers pay. By making the Packers pay, they're going to continue to win. Forget all the other stuff. The the Vikings have Yannick Ngakwe, which is a Mm -hmm. good addition. Absolutely. But I just, again, I think it's all about 12 in this situation. The Packers are going to go ahead, and they're going to go out and win right away. Uh, Start this thing off right. Aaron Jones is going to have a big day. He's had a big game against them multiple times. And there's really nothing about this offense that's changed. It's the same offense, same pieces. In
0: year two, I think they'll be more explosive. All right, next up, Bucks Saints, 425. New Orleans favored by three and a half. There isn't a sexier matchup on the slate than Tom Brady's first game with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the road in New Orleans. But continuity matters, especially in the COVID era. Does it? Yes, it does. Take a sip of that and listen to this spin I'm gonna give you, okay? Tom Brady never before in his career has had a new head coach, a new offensive coordinator, and a new team and no preseason games. It's gonna take him a minute. By the way, he's 43 years old. You know what's tougher to adapt to change as you get older? It's like, if you get married at 45, your habits have already set in. Good luck to the girl who marries you at 45. It's not gonna be easy, you don't have to worry about that because you're not nearly that old. So it's gonna take Tom Brady a minute, okay? And oh, by the way, Mike Evans has a little hammy issue. We don't know if he's gonna play yet. He's a game time decision. Same thing that put him on IR last week. New Orleans by three and a half New Orleans to cover
1: wow so I'll say this I- I'm going to disagree and regardless of what you think about continuity with Tom Brady I feel like it's his his aura about him mm-hmm. that is what's going to get this team going now the one concern I do have is your right tackle going against Cam Jordan the rookie worfs going against Cam Tristan Jordan Worf, yeah, yeah that's going to be a little tough but you add Leonard Fournette he's motivated he's ready to go Imagine being in the tw- inside the twenty and turn around and hand the ball off to him, having to play cover two because you have those big receivers, Gronk, OJ Howard out there, and you could turn around and hand it to this monster. <sighs> My surprising pick is the Bucks going. It's not even close. I think their defense is phenomenal. Uh, they played this team multiple times. They they were in close games with Jameis Winston. Now you had Tom Brady. You think it's going to be close? It's the Saints.
0: All of, a sudden the Saints, are
1: big. all of a sudden the Saints are terrible. Nah, I MJD. mean, no, it's not that they're terrible. It's that every time they get in the playoffs and I call their games or I get close to their games the
0: playoffs, <laughs> they end up losing. So it just is what it is. All right. You're the Saints jinx. Cowboys at your Rams. Ooh, Sunday night football, 820. For those of you out there who don't know, MJD on the radio call for the Rams. Very familiar with this team. Cowboys favored by three. This is going to be the opening of the new $5 billion SoFi Stadium, the awesome new video board that's going to be enjoyed by exactly zero fans. And let me tell you, if there's one team in the NFL that's not going to be impressed with the opulence of SoFi Stadium, it's Jerry's guys. You're crazy. The Cowboys have seen that. They've seen the big video board before. They haven't seen that before. Okay. They haven't seen this before. They had the number one total offense in the league last year. They've added CeeDee Lamb. I love Sean McVay. I think the Rams are a good football team. I just think it's gonna take them some time to sort out the running back situation. The Cowboys have far too many weapons. Cowboys win, Cowboys cover.
1: Well, I'm gonna disagree again, not only because I love the Rams, but I'll tell you this much. I think Jalen Ramsey is a phenomenal player.
0: Can he cover everybody?
1: He doesn't have to because I don't know if Amari Cooper's gonna play. He's been on the side training, working out. He hasn't been at practice. So we don't know what he's gonna do. And if he does come out, that's fine. If you take away that weapon, you force him to go to Gallup or CeeDee Lamb, a rookie and a second year guy who had a thousand yards last year, don't yeah, get me wrong. But good I'd rather him throw to that guy and those guys try to make plays than throw to obviously Amari Cooper. The biggest concern for me is gonna be the running. And the last year when the Cowboys played the Rams, week fifteen. They ran for almost 200 yards, both back or over 200 yards. Both backs had over 115 rushing yards, and they took away Aaron Donald. You can't have that. The way the Rams win is they have to jump out fast on the Cowboys and force them to throw and allow Aaron Donald to just tear apart this, these guards. And if he can get after them, I, I'm telling you now, do not be surprised because, again, what do people know about the Rams? Tell me what people know about the Rams. Since you, you're here in L.A., what, what do people know?
0: Pe- people know Jared Goff, and people know Aaron Donald, and people Pe- know Jalen Ramsey, and people know they spent a lot of money on their stars.
1: People know that they lost Todd Gurley, so you're gonna see two high safeties. So it doesn't matter who the running back is, you're gonna see unloaded boxes. If we can be efficient in the run game, I don't need big runs, four yards of carry, if I can get that, that opens up my play action pass, and they have young corners, young, inexperienced corners out there, I'm gonna attack those guys. So it all comes down to can Malcolm Brown, Cam Akers, and Daryl Henderson kinda get some, uh, some things going, Break off a couple of runs, get them to put that guy extra guy in the box, play action pass, and then again I trust them. I trust the Rams defense. John Johnson the uh, third, Taylor Rapp. I trust the secondary. I trust those front guys. Leonard uh, Leonard Floyd's gonna have a huge year. I am excited to see this matchup. I think the Rams win. I think they cover as well. So again, it's me. People are gonna say I'm biased, but. I feel like the Rams, I, I'll tell people if I feel the Rams don't have an opportunity, this is a game you have an
0: opportunity for sure. I, I don't trust you would ever tell the people if the Rams didn't have an opportunity. <laughs> I just gave you, like, literally a, a ten-minute <laughs> uh, dissertation? dissertation on oh, how why the, the Rams are not uh, only going to cover, but going to win. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. I, I hope uh, you guys take it for what it's worth. Last game we're going to talk about here, Titans and the Broncos, 10-10 Eastern time. Tennessee favored by two and a half. An absolutely crushing blow to lose the best player in that football team and Von Miller for the year. And don't forget that Bradley Chubb coming back from ACL surgery, he's going to be on a pitch count. Okay, So this is two and a half. I think this line should be seven. The Titans are going to run at the heart of that defense, which is their former teammate, Jarrell Casey. They're going to have success. They're going to control the clock. Ryan Tannehill is going to take some shots to Mm -hmm. A.J. Brown. And on the other side of the ball, this Broncos offense is so young. Drew Locke. Uh, just 23 years old, Jerry Judy, 21, Corland Sutton, 24, Noah Fant, 22. Listen, they need time. Continuity in this COVID era has never been more important. And they didn't have a single preseason game. Locke, by the way, he only played five games last year. Well, So I'll say this,
1: I, I think when you talk about continuity with young guys, it's important. When you talk about older guys that have been here, that have seen everything, it's a little bit different. Fair. But, but what you're saying about the Broncos, I completely agree. I think the Tennessee Titans are gonna go in and roll. I am excited to see what they're trying to do and see how it plays out on Monday night. Again, Derrick Henry ran them into the AFC Championship game. You know they want to go back to that. And all Ryan Tannehill has to do is be efficient. He doesn't need to win games with his arm. And that's what he was when he was coming out of college, when he was at Texas A&M. You can't put the game in his hands. So as long as they can run the ball, I believe that the, the Tennessee Titans are going to roll this one. They're going to cover. The, it's, it's,
0: that's an easy pick for me. Yeah, they're favored by two and a half. I have the Titans winning by ten.
1: Yeah, well, especially with Von Miller being out as well. To me, it just seems like, you know, you can't lose your superstars and expect to be in in tight games, close games.
0: And the good news is we're going to have our superstar, MJD, with us on the Helipod all season long. That was your DraftKings Sportsbook Week 1 preview. The NFL has arrived.